Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, your favorite 90s movie podcast where we revisit movies that you probably definitely loved as a child or young person and maybe haven't watched in 10, 15, 20 years and you're kind of wondering, hey, is that good? Does that hold up? Was that actually good? Maybe it was terrible. Oh gosh, I think it was terrible. That's basically what we do here. I'm Tom. I'm Trevor. We do that. Yeah. And today we have a very special guest yes we do tom so special the founder of our feast really kevin cole hello hi kevin hi everybody hi kevin how are you i'm doing good kevin who are you what do you do uh my name is kevin cole i i write comedy for the weekly humorist and i created the annual podcast which started as a a comedy magazine yes you did let's let's move this a little bit yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> that uh, all sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, you started the annual, which started out as, as a print magazine. Right. And then print slowly died. And there Wait, was... what? Did it slowly die? Or how? I feel it like, like it was kind of like... So print quickly died, and then <laughs> I started a magazine. <laughs> 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 and then I couldn't keep paying to make that magazine because I also wanted to quit my job. <laughs> sure. Well, so we like created we a podcast network. Yeah, and it's going it's going all right so far. Yeah. We got so we're uh part of the annual podcast network, mm-hmm. as everyone knows, because it's the first thing they hear when they listen to every episode. Yeah. Um keeps them in the loop. And then what else do we got on on the We've got network. The Last Hurrah, which is our monthly comedy show at the Maryland Ensemble Theater. We've got Marry Me, which has been on hiatus for two years, but it was a marriage advice podcast. It's with, called Marry Me? Yeah. Me and my, my unmarried friend and a married priest were the hosts. Cool. Yeah. Is that an Arrested Development joke? No, it was, uh, we would, our, the married priest on the show, Susan, is like this really cool woman. And me and Cullen, who are the other co-hosts, worked with her at camp. And every time we'd see her or have an interaction with her, she'd walk away. And then both of us would go, marry me. <laughs> and uh, we just found an excuse to turn that into a show so we could keep talking to her. For <laughs> We got an extra year out of that friendship. Does she know this? Yeah, totally. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Oh, she knows that she's on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. It's hard to sneakily include someone in your podcast, mm-hmm. I found. Oh, yeah. She's in the podcast for real. Because we'd get actual questions from people about marriage or relationships and whatnot, and answer them to the best of our abilities. Man, I want to listen to that now. It's a fun show. Oh, and we've got All Dogs Go to Hollywood coming up soon. Yes, with which Io Duarte, who's been Trevor on the show. and I are supposed to be on an episode soon. Yeah, um, I think the f- the first episode that sh- that uh, they are putting out is uh, Santa Buddies. Yeah. So 
we had IO a couple weeks ago, so uh, they gave the rundown of the podcast. So we don't need to do that again. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Dogs. It's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, and, and today we are going to be exploring uh, a precious movie on our podcast. Very precious. It's one that fits into our our general aesthetic as apparently it was critically panned. Yes. Which I was surprised to find out about because I really did love this movie. <laughs> critically, critically panned. panned. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> no, that was good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we're watching Hook. We're watching Hook. <laughs> yeah. The movie that was he critically totally didn't get that. Panned. Panned. <laughs> critically Peter panned. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're yeah, watching the, the excitement over that movie kind of petered out. Ooh. Mm, okay. It's hard to feel like this wasn't a critical success as many times as I've seen this movie. Yeah, well, life. I think I think the box office said that it was a critical success. Um, so people know, saw it and didn't yeah. like it, is what you're saying. Well, I, I, you know what? Okay, so Hook was, in my mind, the first movie that me and my friends like talked about. Oh, wow. Like, Ooh. it wasn't just like, oh, did you see Ninja Turtles? Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, it was so cool. You really know, think was, that Leonardo was, like, was underused? Like, we really, we talked about, like, that movie was deeply affecting. Uh, yeah. It's a deep movie. I'm I'm a little worried that, because I haven't seen it in a long time, I'm worried that it's going to feel heavy-handed. That's mm-hmm. my own, that's my one thing that I'm afraid of for this one. You know, I, because it's a Steven Spielberg <laughs> film, I will say that it could feel that way, but I I think that he goes right up to the edge of heavy-handed, and and doesn't quite make it with a lot of his stuff. I mean, I'm I'm I loved it as a kid, and oh, yeah. I remember it, it vividly. Is so magical. I think any one of us could just like we could start and stop, just going in a circle if we wanted to right now, and just from the beginning to the end of the movie, probably just get the whole thing. All right, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. Opens with Robin Williams. Okay, first of all, Robin Williams. Robin Williams is in this movie. And, of course, it was a success because Robin Williams was in it. Yeah. And we all loved Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, it starts with him, like, in, like, a, doesn't, it's, like... A, he's, like, an accountant. Yeah, he's, like, in a, a board meeting or something. He's got a yeah. cell phone. He has a cell phone. He has which a is cell kind phone. of a big deal. I remember for... that being like, "Whoa, he's got a cell phone." That's magical in and of itself. He's a big time businessman, and he works for. He's like an accountant or something. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer, and but uh, there he he was a uh, he was an orphan, and the movie starts with him missing his son's baseball game. Oh yeah, and then does. they get in on an airplane to yeah. go to England to see Wendy. Wendy, who was his foster mom, I guess. And she's super okay. This is another thing. It's Maggie Smith, right? Yeah. And I remember thinking, "Wow, Maggie Smith is an ancient woman. She's so old. She I, looks older in that movie than she does yes. currently." Yes, yes, that's what. Yeah, I think they. I think they made her up to look older. I they yeah. they had to have because she looks younger in other things after mm. that. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right, Kev, take it over from there. All right, so he goes to see Wendy, and who who should show up but Julia Roberts? 
playing Tinkerbell. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Aaron Julia Brockovich. Roberts. Is. And she's like, well, <laughs> we need your help, or she's like, I'm going to take your children. I don't remember which. But oh, whatever. You skipped a big, yeah, you, you, a huge <laughs> plot point. Oh, maybe I did. <laughs> there is that whole part where, like, I don't remember the inciting incident that gets him there. Well, it's really scary because, like, they, come, so they come home from this event honoring Wendy. And they come home and like the 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 nanny is like the children were screaming, they were screaming. and there's like yeah. there's like uh, the, these scrapes along the wall they're hook marks yeah, they're hook marks oh I don't remember Captain that at hook all came oh to Earth somehow it's really scary and yeah. kidnaps his kids in Probably. the middle of the night his kids who are I don't remember who they are but the the kid was kind of a dick I think is his name Jack Jack. Run home, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Because of Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Bob Hoskins is in yeah. this movie. So Jack... Mario. He hates his dad. <laughs> he thinks that his dad's kind of a dick because he never comes to his baseball games. And Robin Williams is like, get the fuck over it, kid. I was an orphan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody came to my baseball games. And uh, the little girl's just cute, I think. And She is cute. And yeah. I think she's. I think she was... Um, uh, she, a child actor and some other things too. Maybe I've. I know the the kid who played Jack went on to be in 1999's uh, "Can't Hardly Wait." Can't hardly wait. It's like great this, movie. As the super nerd. He's a nerd who becomes yeah. super cool. Yeah, yeah. I I did know that. Yeah, and uh, then he like quit yeah. acting and like went to MIT or Harvard or something. He's actually super smart. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. So, Kevin, I want you to continue. Yeah, so the kids are gone. Yeah, yeah. The kids are gone. So the kids Tinkerbell have been kidnapped by Captain Hook, and Tinkerbell shows up, and she's like, Pan, you got to come back to, to Wonderland or Neverland. You have to come back to Neverland and help us stop uh, Hook from t- kidnapping your children. So, um, does Julia Roberts Kevin have an English voices, um, Listeners at home. Uh, it's Peter one- Pan. They're all British. <laughs> But she's definitely just Julia Roberts yeah, in this movie. I remember it now very specifically. She just has an American accent. Yeah. She's an American fairy. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, most of, I think all the Lost Boys do too, don't they? Yeah, they're all American. I think the only, I think Bob Hoskins and Dustin Hoffman as Hook have yeah. uh, the accents. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, okay, that's fine. So... Tinkerbell shows up and Robin Williams is like He's like, I'm done with that life. He's <laughs> he's like, I'm not that's a man I used to be. <laughs> I'm not going back there. No, it's not. He's <laughs> like, I'm not coming out of retirement. <laughs> right. <laughs> Neverland's not big enough for me and Hook. <laughs> I'm the only pan crazy enough in this town to yeah. fight Captain Hook. And doesn't I was, um doesn't she like feign death? Or no, I think he like... No, she kicks the shit out of him and drags him to Neverland because he doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. He has no idea that he's Peter Pan. It's completely blocked. Right, I think right before that he says, I don't, but I don't believe in fairies. Oh, right. And then, then That's she's like, to be. <gasps> every time someone says that, a fairy dies. Mm-hmm. But she's totally faking it. Unless yeah. you all clap your hands. Unless you all clap your hands. I and love can you, that. Can you imagine being in the theater with a bunch of kids when that happened? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen like a like a play of Peter Pan? I've never seen mm. a play. Have you ever seen like when people are on a stage <laughs> pretending to be like, uh, a different you know, person? Actually, I don't think I, I have seen Peter Pan on stage. I think I like when I was a kid, I would go because I was a big Peter Pan fan, and it was great because little you know the, that fairy part is very uh, audience inclusive. Yeah, 
and you got to get all the kids clapping, and it's it was great. The original Blues Clues. It was mm-hmm. clap interactive clap adventure. Along. It was cool because you felt like you're helping. You're saving a fairy's life, yeah. right? Which is awesome. Yeah, way to okay. go. So yeah. she, she, yeah, go, go for it. Oh, takes yeah. her to takes him to Neverland. He takes him to Neverland, and he falls on his face because he doesn't remember how to fly. Yeah, and then the Lost Boys find him, and we meet Rufio. You skipped a big part. I probably did, you know. I haven't seen this movie. I'm I'm taking over. (laughs) You did great. Actually, actually, when was the last time we all saw this? I probably probably watched it, honestly, probably sometime when I was in college, maybe, I feel like. Yeah, I probably watched it in college, but that was still like like almost 10 years years ago. Yeah, Yeah, I know I've seen snippets on what used to be ABC Family, but it was all after they've been to Neverland, probably the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Spoiler: The part where the crocodile falls on Captain Hook. That was so weird. That's the part that I've probably seen on TV ten times. Yeah, I've never seen the beginning on TV. <laughs> no, Clearly. have you only ever seen this on TV? Is that what no? You're I've seen it okay. on VHS. All right, because cool. there's a lot of swearing in it. Actually, <laughs> yeah, a lot of f bombs, a yeah. lot of nudity, a lot of sex, mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of gore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so they so Tinkerbell takes um, Robin Williams. Whose uh, actual name in the movie I think is like Peter Panning or something like that because <laughs> he never made that connection even yeah. a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, the person that maybe adopted him or like had like owned the orphanage or something was Wendy, who was you know they had a thing when yeah. she was younger. But uh, Tinkerbell just they, drops uh, him off right on a lot of thimbles, a lot of thimble stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> Tinkerbell. Drops Robin Williams right on the deck of the the Captain Hook's ship. I think. Right. Well, actually, I think he falls. He he actually gets dropped in the ocean, and then oh, some yeah, mermaids fish. come and make out with him. That's yeah. That's how you live. They're the like. Water. They're like. Hey, that's oh, the crucial part. I forgot. Hey, it's Peter Pan, and then <laughs> hey, like all dude. these like all these mermaids with like colorful hair come and make out with him, and then give him air. Sure. So we can breathe. Yeah. Tom. That's <laughs> what's happening in that scene. Absolutely. Okay. So they, they might like find him in a net and they drop him on the ship. But okay. Dustin Hoffman is Captain Hook and he does a great job. So good. And um, Bob Hoskins is Smee also. Oh, what a great performance. Glenn Close. Glenn Close as the pirate, the <laughs> oh, random yeah, pirate. Yeah. The random pirate that gets put in the boo box. The boo box. The boo box. Which is a box where you put a, a, ba- a bad pirate they've been bad at being a pirate and then you put scorpions in it and then they yeah die. that sounds like my literal worst nightmare it was scary as a kid like, too yeah just, but that's also the premise for fear factor yeah <laughs> yeah actually i hear <laughs> that one scene fear factor yeah came out of an this, entire yeah. tv show oh really so, uh, yeah uh, that's uh, awesome. probably not yeah well the, the executive producer on fear factor was started as a pa on hook uh-huh. And he had to put the scorpions in by hand. Yeah. And he was like, I'll get them back. I'm one afraid day. of this. <laughs> yeah. This is my fear. This is fear. This is the factor in this is the scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Captain Hook is so, so well done in this movie. He is, has no reason for living. He's suicidal, but he loves him. He's narcissistic. And so he goes through these oh, bouts yeah. of like, I'm going to kill myself because I have no reason to live. Peter Pan was my one reason for life. And Smee's like, you know, no, don't don't do it. And he, you know, Hook is always just right on the brink of having a just a complete breakdown. Uh and it's hilarious. He needs his great adversary, who then returns and is a complete disappointment. 
because he is a lawyer. He can't, and he can't fly anymore. He can't fly, he can't fight, and he can't crow. <laughs> you can't fly. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh man, so good. Uh-uh. Tom, take it over. Okay, so he embarrasses. Uh, uh, Robin Williams, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. He puts his kids in a net and is like, "Fly, fly up to him. You save him. You fly up to him right now, and you can go home." He can't do it, mm-hmm. and man, his kids are bummed. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Dad, you're so bummed. Come and save us, you asshole. Um, oh my God, it's it's a pretty heartbreaking thing because he like climbs up to the mast and he's like reaching for them. Oh man, it's it's pretty brutal. He can't. Do um, it. No. He and can't then, save his kids. I forget. Then I think they make him walk the plank. He does. Yeah. That might be where the mermaids come in. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that might be it. Yeah. Walks the plank, washes up on shore, and meets our favorite boys. Yeah, the lost boys. But the, Or no, no, no. Uh, I remember. They're vampires, right? They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kiefer Sutherland's there. Kiefer. It's, it's crazy. Um <laughs> Didn't know he liked eating worms. No, but uh, Tinkerbell's like waking up all the lost boys like, Pan's back, Pan's back, Pan's back. And then everyone's like, what, what, Pan's back, what? And they're like skateboarding on these boards. Oh, so cool. Because it was the 90s. Yeah, and they're like, they're, uh, and they're playing basketball. And like, there's these like, there's like these track skateboard things. Their whole setup. Yeah. So cool, man. And like, it was like the coolest giant treehouse, like, community in the world i still want to live there yeah absolutely in a cool I, little I like bungalow treehouse bungalow yeah. yeah i could just like take rope swings to work all day or whatever they do kill pirates <laughs> and they're so excited about pan being back and then they um he like falls and he gets like wrapped up in like some sort of um sheet or something and uh they're all standing around him and he like comes out and he's like an old man. He's just an yeah, adult. He's an it's old just like man. a forty-year-old guy. That old man. And and, like, uh, and they're like, "You're not Pan. You're not what? You know, you're not the Pan. Get out of here!" And then Rufio shows up, and he shows up by like coming on like a skateboard, <laughs> so many skateboards, <laughs> yeah, and like and does some trapeze work. Does like a, <laughs> some really a, good a trapeze double, work, like a double backflip, and sticks the landing like Carrie Strug in the Sydney Olympics. <laughs> and um, <Ooh. laughs> all right. <laughs> Right around the same time, I think. <laughs> and um, and uh, and he's like, "You're not the pan." And everyone's like, "Rufio!" Oh! And then he pulls out the gold, that gold Peter Pan sword, and that's like, a cool sword. It, it was so cool, and yeah. sticks it like right up to him, and he's like, "Hey, you're not the pan." Yeah, he's like, "You're I'm a pirate because you're an adult, and we fucking kill pirates." Yeah, and I was like, "Damn." These kids are badass. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're a grown up, which means you're the enemy. We kill grown ups. Yeah, we kill. <laughs> if you were grown up, we fucking kill you. Also, I've been a kid for like eighty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is interesting to me because I like I feel like Rufio wasn't like somehow like wasn't a lost boy, and this, this is never addressed. Like, wasn't there when Peter Pan was there? I think he right. was. I think he entrusts Rufio. I think it's assumed that he entrusts Rufio with the leadership, but I, I don't think he's right, in the yeah. original literature. Oh, I thought Rufio was like a new kid. I guess no, I guess not I, because the Lost Boys like, oh, if you run away from home and then your parents never find you, you become a Lost Boy. Well, I I think anyone can be a Lost Boy. I think that's true. Anyone can be, but I Just think abandon that abandon your yeah, family. but I think that he was entrusted with like because at because at the end of the movie he like gives it to um what's his name the the, the big round kid um, short round. Awesome. Yeah, 
Anyway, so that happens, and then it turns into like, oh, oh, oh my god, this is oh the super Steven Spielberg moment happens, <laughs> and I do this, I do this every now and again uh, a to giant somebody. Shark and- this, so everyone's like, you're not the pan. You're you're not the pan, blah blah blah, and um, everyone's making fun of him. And then this one little little tiny guy comes out, <laughs> and I think his name is Pockets. Pockets. And I, I, you know what? I bet this part might make me cry when we watch it. Um, he's blind, and he goes he goes up to his he Maybe feels his blind. face. Is he blind? No, he's he's not he's not blind, but he like he starts like stretching out <laughs> his his skin like to see like. He's like to get rid of the wrinkles and like yeah you know sure when you want to see what an old person looks like when yeah, they're very young and you just grab their face yeah and-, and he's like and he's feeling his face and he's getting a real close look and then he he stops and he just smiles and says there you are Peter <laughs> and then all of a sudden everyone just buys it they're like yeah whoa pockets hey po- hey pockets hey pockets nose pockets gets he figured it, it out. And it's and they all run out. And they all start stretching <laughs> his face and poking him. And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And 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 uh, Robin Williams just looks like confused. As yeah, because he still doesn't believe any of this. Of course, despite his name yeah. actually being <laughs> Peter, Peter Panning. Panning. <laughs> and he met a fairy and and was and made out with mermaids. And he can't remember like a significant portion of his and childhood. His children are being held captive on a pirate ship. He's like, "By Captain Hook." When am I gonna wake up from this nightmare? Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I think around then is when the food fight happens, which is yeah. So then he's the, a pivotal oh, moment. Yeah. I think there's a tra- there's a training montage. Mm, yeah, and then yeah, and then it's like dinner time. And what happens? What happens next, Trevor? They lay out this feast. Oh, it smells so good. Oh, you he's guys. so hungry. He's been working he's so hungry. hard. He hasn't worked this hard. He's in this. He's an adult. He's in his forties, maybe. Yeah, and oh. he's he's ready to eat. And then they they take off all the pots. From all the uh, all the lids, from all the pots, and it, there's nothing in there. It's just nothing. But steam does come out. Steam comes out, and they're like <laughs> eating nothing. And he's like, "What the fuck, you guys? I'm starving right now. I want to eat some food." And they're like, "Eat, dude. Eat your food. Yeah, you've got to pretend. Use your imagination. Your imagine. You have to imagine. And you can't, because he's an adult, and as we all know." Being adults, I we have I no imagination. I can't imagine yeah. anything anymore. No. Can you? No. I'm if trying I'm... to imagine anything right now, and I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just like things that I see right Maybe, now. Maybe hopefully sure. this yeah. this movie will teach us how to imagine again. But he does. After Rufio throws a coconut at him, I think. <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, no. He, he remembers before that because he's like, because I think he's the one that starts the food fight. Um, oh yeah, he does. He, yeah, he, he like flicks. flings. He flings yeah. a, at Rufio. At Rufio being a dick because they, they get into like a a, a a a battle of words. Oh, there's a name calling contest. Calls him a rude, crude, dumb dude. That was pretty Ooh. good. Yeah. Rufio calls him a fart factory. I remember fart factory, and that was like fart I was factory. like that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's calls him you... a paramecium. Yeah, yeah, and they're all like, but, what? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So he flings food at him, and then it's real. I feel like we need to wrap this up. <laughs> he flings food at him, and it's and it's real. And then they have a huge, massive food fight. And Rufio throws a coconut at him, and he slices it with the sword. And he's the pan. And then he Peter pan finally now. learns how to fly again because he remembers his mom. Yeah. And then what happens, Kevin? Uh, and then they're at the pirate ship again. Yeah. Guess what? I don't remember anything from the middle of the movie. <laughs> they're back at the pirate ship, and they're fighting uh, Captain Hook and. 
oh, th there's that ticking. There's that ticking sound again. Oh, it's the crocodile clock. It's the crocodile clock that they made out of the crocodile. And somehow or another, they're fighting there, and Pan's flying, and he saves his kids, and the crocodile clock falls on Captain Hook, and he gets eaten by the crocodile yeah, again. Yeah, which is I weird. was always confused, like, is that, a, is that crocodile alive? You know when you, like, stuff an animal, like, you go to get a taxidermy, but it's secretly still it's alive? Secretly yeah. alive and, like, wants to kill so, you. Yeah. There is one critical thing in there, and this was huge for us, but... Rufio dies. Rufio dies. Oh Rufio yeah, gets like fucking killed He's by stabbed like, in the heart. And one that's like the one moment in the movie that like someone legitimately is violently hurt. Yeah, and and it is a grown up killing a child. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, man, that part. Like I always hated that part because Captain Hook's a bad man. He's actually really bad. Yeah, I mean he kidnaps children. Yeah. Right. But most, even the, all the pirate fight is mostly like, oh no, like you hit me into the water, or like he hit us in the butt with some pink stuff or something. Right. And it's like, oh no. Most of the time, there's no actual like pain. It's more like embarrassment and then running away. It seems like. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Rufio gets stabbed to death. By um, an adult. So I actually have the Sega Genesis Hook video game. Oh shit! Uh, with a Sega Genesis, so. Do you like start out as a lawyer and you have to remember how to feel feelings? <laughs> if I recall, uh, I, I played it um, like a couple of years ago. It is a bad game. It's got to be bad. And it's very hard. Um, All Sega games like, are so hard. Yeah. Um, we missed one part, the baseball game. Oh, he goes yes. to see his run home, Jack. There's a, there's a sort of a B plot that's happening on the pirate ship the whole time oh, where Hook yeah. is trying to uh, convince... Jack Pan's the, kids to come over to like, his side. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, cool. Like, it's like, yeah, oh, wait, I'm the cool maybe, maybe, pirate guy. Maybe you guys can give my life meaning. I know what I need to do. I need to become a dad. And it's really funny. <laughs> it is, I think that whole, funny. all that stuff is pretty funny. And it's like, it's also kind of sick because he's definitely trying to like turn little Jack against his dad. And he's like turning him into a pirate. And uh, yeah, it's And it's he's weird. succeeding for a while. But the girl is like not having any of it because she's no. smart. Yeah. Absolutely, and she doesn't have. And the she same loves her dad. Issues. Yeah, her dad hasn't disappointed her yet. Yeah, in the same way. Yeah. Um, I think we pretty much nailed it. Eventually, they go back to uh, Earth, mm -hmm. Earth world. Yeah, and uh, and he's a changed man. Well, but actually, too, it, this movie does that thing where it's like, wait, was it all a dream? Because he kind of wakes up. He kind of wakes up, and Bob Hoskins is there, like shoveling the sidewalk. Oh, I don't remember. I didn't remember oh, the yeah, Wizard no, it's, of Oz it's, ending. It's, but then yeah, the old guy weird. who was one of the lost boys who hangs out there. Toodles. He, Toodles finds oh, the yes, marbles. He finds his marbles. I've lost my marbles. I've lost my marbles. Oh, my God. That part guaranteed. I'm going to cry. cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> but then he flies away. Yeah, he flies to away to Neverland. Which, so which it's is really just, uh, just a, a, a whimsical metaphor that for he died. He died. He actually yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> And they're just watching. He just dies and falls out of the window. And then they are just looking, longing. Oh, Toodles. He toodles. Finally That's actually where that uh, that turn of phrase comes from. Yeah. Toodles. toodles. He's finally dead. <laughs> Any other memories associated with this movie? No. No. I watched it a lot at my grandparents' house. Um, yeah. I know that the guy that we were talking about, Rufio, earlier, the guy that... Uh, plays Rufio. Uh, he did the voices for uh, Prince Zuko in Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is pretty cool. Oh, uh, we had a couple Avatar uh, alums. We, we had Mako yes. when we did Sidekicks, and so uh, that's pretty good role for him. <laughs> he shows up in other stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. That's all I got. Great. 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 All right. So you guys ready to watch it? Yes. Let's watch it. Great. I can't wait. Um, hey, folks, go watch Hook. You won't regret it. Doodles. Big day. Doodles. <laughs> oh, David that would have been Bowie. cool. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Rufio. 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 You haven't learned how to crow. Yeah, that's a pretty bad crow. No <laughs> what? what? I th- that was a really good crow. Crow, crow, crow. Okay, we just watched Hook. Yeah. Uh, Hook. All two hours and 20 minutes of it. Yeah. It's uh, a long movie. It is very long, and I don't remember it being that long, because I think in my childhood brain, it just you're in the real world for five minutes. and then, transported. And then you're, then you're in Neverland. But in reality, it, they take a solid 25, 30 minutes, yeah. if not longer, to get to Neverland. Yeah. But what amazing character development and whatnot i th- i thought it was fantastic it was if you were listening along uh as as we recommend you do in this podcast that was a big chunk of your day that you yeah. just spent yeah seriously <laughs> and there's more of it happening right. now but uh, it, i hope it was worth yeah, it yeah thank you for spending four hours with us <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um but so i i really legitimately other than like maybe it being edited to be a little bit shorter I thought it was a, f- a fantastic movie. It's still really good. It holds up. Yeah. And a lot of feels. I there had were a feels. Lot, I had a lot of feels during that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. Favorite bits? Kevin? Oh, my favorite. I think the funniest part of this Robin Williams movie is the scene where Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook is contemplating suicide. <laughs> 100% agree with you. That is such a great scene. Dustin Hoffman, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, because, well, and he's like, it's like a total cry for help moment where he's like, don't try to stop me. Don't me. stop me. Don't, don't, stop don't me. No try to stop really me. Stop me. Stop me, please. I don't want to do don't Try to stop me. What are you, a sadist? What are you, a sadist? I'm committing suicide. <laughs> he and Bob Hoskins had impeccable... Uh, chemistry together as hook and smee they were really good yeah that was that was one of my favorite parts as well yeah honestly i think i'd i'd watch this movie if you cut out the entire robin williams thing and we're just like here's a story about hook trying to raise a child (laughs) with bob hoskins yeah as himself playing himself yes Mm -hmm. um yeah no that was really great the lost boys were funny um, they were. Their treehouse thing was still pretty great. Um, yeah, we discovered it had like a monorail right, system. Yeah. I knew that there was like a skateboard track thing, and yeah, it's totally yeah, it's just like a, a sail, just a monorail. Well, it's like a sail, skateboard with a sail on it. Right, sail skate, sail skate skateboard. It's like all the trains that you've seen with their sails on them. Yeah, it's like the train sail. Yeah, yeah. the train sails. 
that was really cool. Neverland was pretty. Had many diverse biomes, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Many, many. Uh, D- David Crosby. David Crosby is a pirate. He shows <laughs> right. up. Jimmy One of Buffett? the few nut shots. Yes. Um, yeah, celebrity nut shot. Yeah, celebrity nut shot one. <laughs> David Crosby. Guest starring nut shots. Um, there were a couple of the um, Robin, Robin Williams, Williams got one. He got a he got a paint arrow right right to the crotch. He got the high voiced yeah. nut yeah, shot too, which was a little voice. overboard. Yeah, a little very nineties though. You yeah. know, um, it was a weird movie. There were some weird there's <laughs> there were some weird cuts and some weird um, things that happened, like you know, Hook being swallowed by a taxidermied giant crocodile can we talk about that for a second yeah, let's yeah. talk about it what it's, happens it's the at freshest the thing in our mind yeah it's um, the end of the movie besides toodles besides toodles right. flying away saying toodles and finding his marvels i gotta say that part really it got, got my heart it's touching we we should come back to that but i do yeah. want to talk about yeah. the crocodile so this is the the giant crocodile from made famous from the stories it's always following the ship and uh, apparently in the errata He's he's destroyed it. Uh, he's killed it and stuffed it and turned it into a big quiet clock because Captain Hook is afraid of clocks and ticking of all time. Yes, reminds him of his mortality. We can assume, I suppose. And, but although um, I think he's, I think it also just reminds him of that crocodile too. I think it's sure. because didn't didn't <laughs> Hook didn't Peter like feed his hand to that crocodile? Yes. I feel like it's related. And I don't know a ton about the lore, but I feel like the clocks have something to do with how time doesn't pass in Neverland. Right, exactly. Time doesn't pass in Neverland, but as an adult, he is more aware of his mortality and the fact that time doesn't pass than the Lost Boys, who are kind of just like, sure. yeah, I'm 400 years old, whatever. What's yeah. what stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yes, yeah, so the croc is stuffed, but at the end, it comes down after the big sword fight. And, and the, the hook goes inside of it. He, he th- Yeah. And then green gas shoots Peter out. yeah shoves Captain Hook's hook into it, as a desperate escape and, and it collapses on Captain Hook and then he disappears into its mouth. And it even belches. The crocodile belches. It yeah. belches. Sure. And then one of the the Lost Boys walks up to the mouth and is like, he's gone. He's gone. Which is pretty like bold. All, all echoey. I wouldn't have gone into that mouth. Yeah, if it ate up a yeah, whole seriously. pirate. Or even if it didn't because that just means that there's a whole pirate in that mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for you. So in the in the sequel, which we I think we can agree should be made, yeah, yeah. Captain Hook is actually just hiding in this crocodile, mm. and so and the well Hook it's Hook to Toodles Big Adventure, because he flies away to go to Neverland. The last thing you see is Toodles flying away, yeah, and then all you can imagine after that is the burden put on the Lost Boys of having to take care of a geriatric man, just helping him all the time. The Lost Boys. Toodles got lost again. (laughs) They got into the hospice business after Toodles came back. They helped Toodles remember that he also was a Peter Pan type character and also Hook's other nemesis. The Toodles character, I think, because he said, I missed out on the adventure again. Toodles was always like, you know, oops, I missed like that whole thing that happened. He was always like missing out on the fun and gets left behind, I think. So now, yeah, he gets to have his own adventure. Where he probably will get lost. Let's right. just, he's not gonna. He's gonna have a hard time. But also because he is an orphan, he's Wendy's first orphan. I guess is yeah. what they said. That's you right. never forget your first. But, <laughs> but I guess so. Like Robin Williams is really like probably around the same age as 
Wendy and and Toodles, right? I think he's older because he was in Neverland before Wendy. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah, I don't. It's it's cool. There's They're, some cool like lore stuff that's just it's yeah. It's sort of like going to fairy, which is like a weird. Uh, ex- it's extra dimensional. It's another dimension that has different rules, magical rules, and time moves differently. And you forget it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when you come back, which is cool. But yeah, all those Lost Boys are ancient, probably. Yeah, yeah. They they have different attire, like they're from different decades and stuff. Yeah, there's definitely a kid from the eighties. There's eighties yeah. kid. Yeah, <laughs> he had the skateboard. Pockets is ancient. Pockets has been there since the beginning. Yeah, Pockets. Definitely. He's like the Oracle. Pockets is like Mesopotamian. Like four years old. Yeah, he's he's probably like. M- he's a caveman runaway. <laughs> Pockets, son of Sargon. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this was critically panned, and I I honestly watching it now I'm just like this is a, a wonderful movie for so many reasons. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, what, what do you think, what do you think did it? What, uh, why didn't critics like it? Yeah. Why didn't critics like it? My first thought is it's, it's too long. It is. It is definitely, I think it is too long. You definitely cut it to two hours. Definitely. And I, yeah, I just, I think that there's so much development and kind of like world building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though Neverland's supposed to be this place that we're all kind of familiar with. Right. But I really appreciated all that. But yeah, there are certain certainly moments where I was like, cut out five seconds there, cut out ten seconds there, cut out, you know. Yeah, there were a lot of like lingering shots of Tinker Bell just enjoying the world around her. That's true, and and staring at Peter Peter, wistfully. There you go. You're doing it again. (laughs) Yeah. So there was the scene where she she gets she uses her one wish. Oh yeah, that could probably that could probably go. It's kind of weird because yeah, so I mean it's, it's like she's in love with Peter Pan and she gets big so that not just so they can kiss we can assume right but because she could kiss him any time at that tiny I, state she she's been waiting for him to she grow wanted up. to make she wanted to make fairies she wanted to make little half fairy babies <laughs> yeah um, or just have some fun I don't know but you know he was, and then as, as oh, once he turns her down. Oh, she can be little again. She's little again. As far as I know, th- that scene was important only because uh, Peter was starting to forget why he was there, so she needed to become a a, a woman, kiss him as a temptress, make to remind re- make him, him of remember other women. Oh yeah, his wife. Remember what it's like kissing your wife and making babies. That could be us. Yeah, Neverland <laughs> forever. Um. Um. Yeah, no, it was an ambitious movie, I think. And so, like, there was yeah. a lot of setup at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, we had to learn totally. who he is, and his he's a terrible father. Yeah, right. Terrible father and really annoying businessman. He'll answer his phone at the theater. Yeah, he'll answer his phone at the theater. They yeah. do weird phone gun draw things, which was really annoying. Uh, he is he's un- afraid of flying. He's afraid of flying. He's working on a deal that's like definitely going to decimate this environment and kill an endangered species. Yeah, mm. I I never picked up on that when I was younger. He's talking about like, so what if we kill this? He owl? said, can't they fornicate somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. no, he's a <laughs> he's like a bad lawyer. He's yeah. like an yeah. evil corporate lawyer, basically, yeah. and make uh, the deal go through. Yeah, but so I mean that, but that's all good. We want to know what's going on. No, the, like with I said him. too. Yeah, so we didn't talk about that. This is totally a Christmas movie. 
Um, oh yeah, the Santa showdown. Yeah, but also like I there there were very uh, there were a lot of like Christmas Carol esque themes running throughout with his character and his character arc. I thought, which I thought was interesting. So I agree. Yeah, it's it's very he's kind of scroogey. Yeah, for sure. But he doesn't he doesn't learn the value of everyone though. He just learns the value of his own children, specifically his son and Thud. Yeah, his <laughs> daughter his daughter like sings this cute little song and then yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that's it. That's really her only moment in this that, movie. And his wife is like she doesn't have a lot to work with. Who either. is Emma right. Thompson? Right? Is it Emma Thompson? I think so. I think it was. I don't know. Otherwise, yeah. it was someone that looked a lot like her. But she has like zero to work with in that movie. Mm. <laughs> they, she's like Peter, you're a dick. Yeah, just. Yeah. Think about Stop. how much of a dick you're being. Yeah. Please. Uh, yeah, that whole, the bit with the daughter singing, that could have been cut. I mean, it's cute and stuff, but like, yeah, it could have been cut. It was unnecessary. Um, yeah. On a, there were, yeah, there were some scenes that just lingered a little, a little too long. Yeah, so we could have cut the movie down a little bit, but I think they already did. You know, like there's apparently, yeah, probably. You, Kevin, you were saying that thing about Bob Hoskins and how he bought beer for everyone. Oh, Doug said that. Yeah. Oh, Doug but... said that. Yeah. Doug, our producer, told us that after they shot a particularly long uh, day that was completely cut, uh, Bob Hoskins, who plays Smeed, just bought every all the extras beer. That's pretty yeah, cool. Really like cool. Because they, they worked and it sucked. It, I'd have never been in a movie. But I think it would suck to do a whole day of oh, work yeah. or a and really complicated scene. Right. And it's just gone now yeah i can imagine i would love to see the director's cut but it's like three and a half hours oh my it's gosh gotta be. yeah but i mean and to think too of like so this was i think what like 92 93 yeah um maybe 94 i don't know but like this movie had to have been an epic i mean film for when it came out i feel like yeah it was absolutely like huge massive sets and the you know, when you're going to tackle like uh, a timeless classic like Peter Pan and talk about it, you know, uh, what happens next, you know, in that story. I don't know, man. It was, I thought it was, it was a great movie. Yeah. The sets were great too. Yeah. Pirate Town was awesome. The, the art ship yeah, was awesome. The art direction was really cool. Like, yeah. I think the Compass Rose in the Water. If anything, I feel like the this movie has gotten better as with age, you know, it's like a fine. Not your appreciation of the the movie itself is now better. Yeah, that yeah. and I mean, I it's mean, breathed a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Just like Suburban Commando, as we like, discovered. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but also like a lot of the themes are things that you can't possibly really appreciate or let it let it affect you when you're a child until you've like grown up and you're like, oh yeah, it does suck to grow up. That's true. Yeah, and there's like weird stuff. Like, I don't think I realized how much Granny Wendy was like. I don't think you understand, Peter. Like, I wanted to fuck you for so long. Yeah. And you left, <laughs> yeah. and then you came back, and I was old, and I already had a family. And I brought you in, and you came to my daughter, or my granddaughter, and said, I want to give her a kiss. And I said, no, Peter, don't break her heart. And he said, no, a real kiss. <laughs> like, like you didn't fucking in. knew what that you know, was. Like, I told you I didn't know what it was for a 50 years. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> and but then he your does. daughter. There was that whole moment when she, when, um, when Wendy, Maggie Smith is trying to tell Peter that he's Peter Pan and she's talking about like, you know, no one had your attention like I did. And, and they're yeah. like, 
they're like, close. They're like moving in like a slow. Yeah, slow she kiss. was really going for and it. And I was like, whoa, whoa. It's kind of a weird dynamic. And then it makes me uncomfortable to think that she like helped adopt. Like she didn't adopt him. No, but no. she right. found him a family. Yeah, she adopted yeah. him out to somebody else. Someone else. But I guess the to- Bannon, so it Bannings. makes me sad though because I fe- I guess Toodles was her first orphan and I maybe never went to a real family or maybe I think he did, but then like they had him in a home. Remember, it says in the very beginning, it's like I right. thought he was in a home. Yeah, and they're like, true. no. He like, kept talking about marbles and <laughs> they, and he didn't fit in. He kept le- he kept leaving the premises. Like, yeah, they don't. For his they don't fully explain the, what Toodles was doing when he came back from Neverland, true. because he's about he's roughly the same age as as Wendy in the movie. So like she wasn't running an adoption agency at the time that he came home. True. Yeah, and like and how is it how yeah, how isn't that he's my first orphan and like I know he's like ten years younger Did than Did he Wendy. become like <laughs> her her like brother or what? Who I don't knows? know. That's for that's for Toodles big adventure to tell yeah, us. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Gotta get in the backstory of yeah. Toodles. Well, when he remembers what his happy thought was, that's when we'll find out. This is, this is marbles. marbles. B- well, yeah, but once he gets <laughs> over there, he's got to have another one so we get yeah. backstory his bar- his part. I'm sure all the Lost Boys probably spent some time with mermaids. Oh, absolutely. That's how Peter knew what a kiss was. I don't no. know. I feel like that's a big part of growing up. Spending what? time with mermaids? <laughs> making out with mermaids? Yeah, making out with mermaids is like a good way to like start growing up, and you're not really allowed to do that. I mean, we all had feelings about Ariel, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's unanimous. <laughs> I don't need to go into it any further. Yeah, you got you got some you got something <laughs> something else to say, Kevin? No. <laughs> Do you? No, uh, not at all. <laughs> I have a question about Peter Pan. Shoot. Does he need fairy dust to fly in Neverland? I feel like initially Initially, he did, but yeah. then is he special at, compared to other Lost Boys? Is yeah, he more I magical? Mean, I, guess, I guess so, because the other Lost Boys don't really fly much. They also no, don't have trouble with their shadows like Peter Exactly. Does. Yeah, and um, yeah, no, I, I guess he's special in some way, in that I guess Tinkerbell has chosen him. Mm. Maybe you know. she's just always sprinkling fairy dust on him. Yeah. Just constantly. Just always. Yeah, and, she's like riding in his hat him. like half the time. Yeah. True. True. And she sheds a little bit, so. Yeah. Because they, when they were flying that one time, she made that dancing couple on the bridge fly yeah. by accident. Yeah, and imagine the horror when they stop kissing and look mm. down, scream, immediately lose their happy thought, and then break their femurs when they come crashing down on the yeah or or worse fall over the side in the London freezing cold water yeah and the thames claims another couple <laughs> uh, uh, can we talk about the passing of rubio rufio oh, rubio come on. I mean, Mar- yeah <laughs> marco, marco rufio. rubio shows up in uh in never neverland talking about the size of people's hands yeah and other and other implications that, that come with it uh, Rufio dies. Yeah. Rufio, man. He gets stabbed, and it's a big, impactful moment and for said, literally 30 seconds. He says, he says, you know what I wish? I wish I had a dad like you. 
And everyone's like, oh. oh and then his kid's like, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, Dad, can we leave? I don't know who this other son is. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. And then, yeah. And then at the then it, it's just back on to fighting. And then they get to the end where it's like, all right, time to pick out a new leader for the group. And like none, none of those kids were around when Rufio got stabbed. So like, but also no one's questioning yeah, why there's a new I mean, leader. Some of them gathered around when like you know he was like holding him. And they're like, oh my god, Rufio's been stabbed. But at least one of those kids should have been like, wait, why? Why? Where's Rufio? Rufio should get the sword. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's dead. No, he's when dead. you watch your friend get stabbed, like you you're not just like, oh well, Peter's leaving. Like let's talk about the succession. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty rough. And so they gave it to Thudbutt. Yeah. Also, full, we should talk about Thud. <laughs> yeah, it's his, it's his name. I knew it was Thud, but Thud There's butt. a butt. Well, wow. he's special too, like Peter, like where Peter has the magical power to fly, Thud <laughs> has the magical power to turn himself into a boulder roll and, into and a roll into crowds. I know what? It's, it's, it's just too like, weird. hey, let's take the fat kid and roll him down some stairs. <laughs> it felt weird. It felt a little weird. <laughs> it was weird as soon as his like fake legs <laughs> his fake went legs up over his shoulder. <laughs> It's like wow, he's been doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. So Thudbutt, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. Before they cut to the like, because they clearly they made like a big prop ball that looks like him. But yeah, before they cut to that, yeah, you see his face and then his just legs, <laughs> weird fake legs, up. pop straight up like a muppet, <laughs> and he rolls down the stairs, taking out pirates with him. And I remember, I remember that too happening, I too. and I remember th- like wondering. As a small child, can fat people really do that? <laughs> no, no, that's not what I wondered. Maybe if I just get round enough. And I also remember wondering too, how does his hat stay on? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was what you were thinking about. You're like, obviously, I if I wanted to, I could somersault down these stairs and but take the out hat pirates. Physics, I don't know. How do I keep my yeah. hat on? That's not very believable. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, I think when I was a kid, I didn't even think that that would have been a prop. Uh, it's just like that's something that people do. Yeah, apparently. Um, another. Uh, so Gwyneth Paltrow plays uh, Wendy, young Wendy. Yep. Mm. Uh, Phil Collins is <laughs> the police inspector. Yes, police who's inspector like Inspector Phil Collins? Who's like, oh yeah, we'll get this uh, this this letter from Hook. Checked out. Off to the crime lab. It's probably just a joke, and your kids are just kidnapped by some maniac. Yeah, you know, kids always dragging lines of holes into your walls and leaving antique swords in the door. Yeah, yeah. Classic pranksters. Probably the neighbors. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Phil Collins. I I thought there was something familiar about that guy. It was Uh, that he looks and sounds just like Phil Collins. Yeah, that was it. Mm hmm. But yeah, he was a very throwaway role, though. It's just like, yeah. Uh, well, obviously, they're going to call the police, and they're not going to be able to solve this because it's a job for Peter Pan, right? But we should make yeah. Phil Collins represent the police. That's Absolutely. like him and Glenn Close. Yeah, and Glenn Close, <clears throat> great work. Yeah, really. I mean, a kind of amazing. Like, I never would have thought as a kid or even as an adult. Me either. Until I yeah. saw that. Mm-hmm. Until someone told me. Yeah. Um, David Crosby, especially with the beard. The beard. <laughs> that really. That was the thing. But actually, it was kind of a scary moment, like real scary. Glenn Close they... really like screams when yeah. it's like not the boo box time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the pirate knows, like I'm about to get, I'm gonna get booed up by 
scorpions in a dark box and everyone's also gonna kind laugh of, at me it's also kind of a hilarious moment though yeah because like hook is giving his big speech and he's like you all know that we're going to kill peter pan and he's like but one of you <laughs> what if, who didn't believe me who among you yeah <laughs> and he's and he just points out apparently someone snitched on this guy just like he bet against hey, you he was in the pub and he said i bet i bet he can't do it <laughs> and he picks him out of the whole crowd right. and puts him in a box of scorpions. <laughs> so that's how that's how James Hook stays in power. Yep. Um I also I want to talk about uh Jack. Um cuz I really feel like the you know Hollywood lost something when that kid decided not to do any more acting. He was good. He's great in that. He's great and can't hardly wait. He is. Um but yeah, he was I mean, I obviously he was a kid, but he did a great job of of really acting like a kid uh yeah, he was without, funny like, you know seeming like he knowing that he had a camera on him he was uh, a dick but he had a good reason to be a dick yeah, his, his dad, dad was, was a, a dick. giant dick yeah <laughs> and he was funny about being a dick yeah i mean now like, as an adult like, he knows his dad's afraid of flying so he draws a picture of their plane crashing yeah this is and the every- best dick move <laughs> and everybody has a parachute except for his dad it's hilarious <laughs> his, his, his mom's like, like go go talk to jack it's like jack why why didn't you draw me with a parachute? And he's like, take a wild guess. <laughs> a wild guess. <laughs> and he's like banging his baseball on the window. Like, you're afraid you're gonna get sucked you'll, out. You'll you'll break the window. And he's like, they're double paid. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. slams the harder. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was consistently entertaining. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of a lot of great moments. Oh, that part where they're playing baseball for Jack. And the guy goes to steal second base. Yeah, they're stealing second base, and they just shoot him. Yeah, and Hook's like, "Hold the game! We're We're playing by Jack's rules. This is poor form. (laughs) Bad form. Bad form. Yeah, like he's all about bad form and good form and all that stuff. And then he like tries to stab Peter in the back. Well, that's being a pirate. uh, Yeah, but that's when Jack's like." Poor four. Yeah, he does learn something about form. Because Peter Captain Hook is his true father now. Yes, that's true. He's, He's been quotes, more of a father figure. He Come quotes on, Hook dad. more than he quotes his own dad, so That's true. That's that's true. the third movie is Jack returns and becomes Jack Hook. Hook, Hook three. And he has Jack to battle returns. Toodles. <laughs> the king of Neverland. <laughs> oh man. Toodles and Jack showdown. Oh that uh, but come on, Toodles is He's, yeah, he's, the actor is dead. Yeah, but we but he reverse ages. Hey, as we know, uh, just because you die in Hollywood doesn't mean they can't put you in a movie anymore. Exactly. Oof. We've got enough footage of Toodles to make that sequel. Yeah, totally. Actually, we probably do because this movie must be a billion years long. Yeah, yeah. Toodles, Toodles. Also, Maggie Smith. Doug told us was fifty two when they shot this. Yeah, or and, 56 or it's somewhere in her 50s. Yeah, yeah and you yeah. told you were saying you were talking about how there was a 25 year reunion with all the kids in the movie. Yeah. And if you told me that the old woman in this movie was still alive 25 years after Seriously. it, I would not have believed you. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's just makeup, I guess. Yeah. But she also acted well. It's like how Christopher Lloyd looks now like he looked in Back to the Future. That's true. That's also weird. Um, well, I think that's going to wrap it up on Hook. Kevin, 
thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Where can people find you and find your stuff? And uh, I'm on Twitter at Kevin dot Cole, but it's the word dot, not the so it's like Kevin D O T. Yeah, yeah. Cole with a C. Right. C O L E. Right. Yes. Uh, and annualpodcast.com is my thing. I write for the Weekly Humorist and check them out. And since you're also part of it, we might as well plug our Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Go to patreon.com slash the annual. Patreon did some weird thing where they were going to charge people more, but then they undid it. Oh, good. So, good job. you know, if you were on the fence about that thing, don't you don't have to be anymore. <laughs> Great. And if you go to patreon.com slash annual and donate to us, we greatly appreciate it. And there will be premium content that uh, you'll have access to. Yeah, you'll get bonus episodes. You also get... you, you you know all about the other perks. So why don't can you we've you'll, never actually you get about the those. importance of watching Ernest. Uh, you'll eventually get a PDF pack of all the annual magazines. I suffered a hard drive crash, but since it was a physical magazine, I just have to scan them all. <laughs> so I just have to sit down with a scanner for a while and and remake those pdfs for you so those are a possibility uh, i think one of the premium backing things is i'll send you physical copies of the magazine uh you can check that's all on the right side of the page under the bonuses and benefits so that's all going to be there yeah and uh i usually just say you know it it goes towards uh paying for our, our server space and whatnot and yeah it goes to hosting these shows if you know, the more we get, it could go to microphones. It could go to yeah, it can go to, to all sprucing kinds of up the studio. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, nine volt batteries for smoke alarms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening, and uh, and also for donating if that's one of you. And if it's not, then still thank you for Thanks. listening. Keep listening, and then what you know when you come into some money. Yeah. Be generous. Right. Think about us. Yeah. When you get money. Or your family. You right. Know, or college. Think yeah. about the important things. Yeah. Like college, family, and watching us. Ernest. Making it to your son's ball game. So, um, Trevor, you mm. got any words of wisdom? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, so if, if someone comes into your room late at night and gives you a thimble or you give them a thimble, just think about, like, I don't know, just ask, just consent, I guess, is important. <laughs> and uh, If you, know, you want to give someone a thimble. Just ask, ask them if you can give them a thimble. Mm. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Time will do that to you. Time makes you sad. Makes everyone sad. <laughs> uh, you know, I, R- Rufio, known mostly for Rufio, look back on my career, and I feel a little sad about it sometimes. You know, people see me in the movie, they go, Rufio, you had so much promise. Well, here I am. Did you find that when you went to college, it was difficult to be known as someone named Rufio? 
well, you know, it it, it, had, it backfired a little bit at some parties, but most of the time I was like the John Belushi over there, except, you know, well, <laughs> the same Belushi. amount of not date raping people. Great. <laughs> Great. We ready to start? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are we checked? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool, great. cool. Great. Great.